Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Spencer. This week on Casual Heresy, we will be rubbing VapoRub all over Spencer. And seeing how long I can last in being slippery. (laughs) All right. Let's open it up in a prayer before we get the rub-a-dub-dub. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask that you bring your Spirit upon us. That we may speak your way in truth and in light. And that... Our listeners can be informed through your will on this podcast. Thank you for our listeners, our fellowship, and our families. Ask that you keep us safe and keep us filled with joy and anticipation during this Advent season to the coming of our Lord during the liturgical year. We ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, what are we actually talking about today, Spencer? We're going to talk about rubbing that aestheticism and that prayer life. And, yeah, we're going to talk about Exodus rubbing, 90. Rubbing that aestheticism like it's a a genie's lamp and it's going to give us three magical wishes if we're right aesthetic enough so yeah <laughs> we're just going to talk about our experiences and what we see in Exodus 90 we both have participated in it to an extent y- you much more than me yeah i did it I feel it is in 2020 for Easter, so it would end on Easter. And that's when government shutdowns happened. And yeah, once I went from school to back home, and it was just really hard to transition into still doing that with a whole different environment. So that's, yeah. But I would say I was pretty into it at the time. Yeah. So, how does it so, work, Michael? Um, what, what is Exodus ninety? That's a very good question. How does it work? Um, <laughs> I, I'd, Exodus ninety, I think, as far as I understand it, is a an attempt to practice aestheticism, so fasting and intensive things like that, um, self-imposed, so that you can grow deeper in prayer. And there's supposed to be a community element to it so that you stay accountable. Yeah, accountable and also don't drive yourself insane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also specifically for men. And I think there's a female alternative called Fiat something 40. Like that. Yeah. Something, something like that. So I've tried Exodus 90 uh, a few times 
I've, I think I've started it twice. I never made it past the first month. And then I did a kind of like an advent version of Exodus 90. And that one I actually did finish. Um, but yeah, there are, there were multiple reasons why I left the first time. And the second time was also, I think 2020, I think I was doing it that year too. Mm. And I, I had started late and then I just, for reasons that I will get into as we're talking, like I just realized it's just totally not worth Mm -hmm. for where I was in my life at the time, going back to our episode about seasons of life, it just was not worth the amount of effort and sacrifice that I had to put into it. Mm -hmm. The first part of it sort of is, well, I I went to the webpage and how it works and then scrolled to the bottom and it says seven day free trial. Yeah. Like I I didn't say, I didn't know I, uh, had to pay to grow in holiness. Yeah, right. I think there's a, a genuine question there about like why why is this become a, a money making scheme? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> fasting should be fasting. Like, like I, I get it to an extent. Like if you wanna have a ministry like be up and running, you know, but mm-hmm. usually you can get that from donors and not having people pay monthly subscriptions for basically nothing from what I understand, other than that they maybe guide you through the book of Exodus, which there are plenty of programs that can do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I think my first problem with Exodus 90 is that it is mostly very popular among young men, college students, people our age, Mm-hmm. A little bit older than us. And it is incredibly intensive. It's kind of like you're living in a religious order for three months. Just self-inflicted. On top of everything else you have going on in your life. Yep. And it's like, I I don't know. I don't, I don't, I I would say I dislike how one size fits all it tries to be mm-hmm. because most people that I know who are my age and plus or minus five years are not in a place in their life spiritually or mentally or emotionally where that would be very effective at all. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be some fruit to it, but, and maybe for some people that is what they need, but. I think about like when somebody comes and asks for info about like a silent retreat, the advice is always you start with one day, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, right. Yeah. And it's like, I want to learn more about fasting. It's like, I take cold showers for 90 days. Mm -hmm. It's like, "Mm, about that. (laughs) And you'll go to the extreme and then you'll freeze to death. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. And there's, that's, that's, there's an inconsistency too, like I think if I recall correctly, like you're supposed to abstain from like snacking and alcohol and just overeating and eating desserts, but you can there's nothing that says anything about smoking, so it's yeah. like, oh, is that the Catholic thing that you can do Smoke. right <laughs> and the other thing I don't like about it is it, it you it expects you to impose this constantly like 
I know when I was at home trying to do it, and you're like, yeah, your family's watching TV. Mm-hmm. But according to Exodus 90, you have to go be a stick in the butt, a stick in the mud, and go sit in the other room by yourself, or stick in the butt. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's, it's like like your bum. You're like the bum. Oh, you can't have any fun with the family. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, I baked everyone a cake. Would you like a piece? It's like no, I'm fasting, which is like thank totally. You, thank you for accepting against. my. Yeah, thank you for accepting my gift. Not right. It's like totally against, literally, what it says in the gospel. Like you should not outwardly appear to be fasting. Mm-hmm. And it's like then you're like boasting. The other thing is, right? I know people who aren't necessarily in shape already tend to lose a lot of weight doing Exodus ninety because of the fasting restrictions and the and the exercise requirements. Mm-hmm. And it's like that also something you're you're making a physical change to your outward appearance you know yeah it's like it's such an extreme you know it's wrestling season with prayer and a closer fraternity yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's what it is and i've wrestled for even four years so i know what that means i i don't even know if a closer fraternity or just a more religiously oriented fraternity (laughs) right yeah that's true I don't know. So that's and then my other gripe with it is the church has a built-in season of fasting mm-hmm. that is intentionally long, but not so long that it becomes unbearable and it has breaks in it where we celebrate feast days. Mm-hmm. It's like Lent is forty days for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. It's like Lent has, at least as far as I'm aware, has always been about forty days because it starts with. 40 days is a hugely significant mm-hmm. number in the Bible. So it's like, I, it, it disregards that in a weird way. And it, it does it for the sake of psycho, psychological developments. You know, we've mm-hmm. learned things about psychology. That's how long it takes to break old habits and build new habits. But it's like, again, that's very one size fits all. And you're going you know? so extreme. Yeah. And you're going so extreme that like, once you're done with it, you could very easily just fall back into your old ways. Cause right. You, because you have to take like, one step at a time. You can't just one step the whole flight of stairs. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, what are you going to do Easter morning? You're going to take a 20-minute hot shower and then just totally gorge yourself on candy? It's like, probably. Right. If we're being honest, probably. And that's going <laughs> to be like, horrible for your body. Like, right. And then what was the point? You know? Mm-hmm. It's like... I don't know. And it's like, I don't know. And then it says parish resources help your men live holier lives. It's like It's like help your laymen become monks. It's like no, that's <laughs> not what they're called to do. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard because like for me the hardest thing was the what is that called? The heroic minute yeah, where get, you're not allowed to hit the snooze button getting up right away. It's yeah. like if you could get a list of and read through all the things we're supposed to do, because we keep talking about how extreme it is, but we haven't said what you have to do. Yeah. But it's like, I, okay, well, that yeah. was the hardest thing for me. So it's like, you know, some of the stuff mm-hmm. is harder for different people, but it's like, for me now, I don't care about the rest of the stuff. Cause that stuff's not hard for me. But the one that I still try to work on in a penitential way is getting out of bed, you know, mm-hmm. cause that's still the hardest for me. And that's the thing. Yeah. Okay, so I got it here. So for prayer, 
You're supposed to make a holy, a daily holy hour, and you're supposed to read the day's provided scripture and reflection. Because through those the Exodus ninety are... app or something, yeah. I don't know. Because a daily holy hour is a realistic goal, mm-hmm. right? Like not. <laughs> yeah, maybe a holy twenty minutes. You could try. For yeah, it. I was gonna say I'm lucky if I can get fifteen minutes of prayer in a day. Like that's like, like if you're asking somebody from, yeah, just somebody that's new to the faith or something to do this that's just that's not a Jesus step Jesus would not make you do one of these like no. do you realize how slow he took it with his apostles yep. like it's the same thing like start with a one day silent retreat and mm-hmm. work your way up start with five minutes of prayer and work your way to an hour every day like it's like telling you to yeah. do Alexio Divina almost, which isn't bad, but it's it's not directly Alexio. It's just you're reflecting on the scripture that they gave you. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. So then that's essentially how you pray. That they're, that's how they're teaching you to pray, I guess. They're assuming that you know how to pray, I think. And assuming that you know how to pray for an hour. Yeah. Which is in and of itself like <laughs> something that takes a lot of practice to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a habit you need to set up. All right. The asceticism. All right. There's a little shower emoji. (laughs) Okay, the first thing. Take short, cold showers. So now I remember doing this, and my shortest shower was probably like 24 seconds. Because I was like... Yeah, because why would you stay in there? (laughs) Right. I can't feel my body. It's winter let alone just trying to shower winter in wisconsin yeah it's important to add <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong there's benefits to cold showers that you don't get from hot showers but you, there's also vice versa yeah and doing consistent cold showers doesn't necessarily you know clean ve- you very well um especially if it's 24 seconds yeah, right. <laughs> we'll just use extra deodorant that day. Like, <laughs> right. It wakes you up though. I, I'll give you that. You put the back of your head, uh, the shower head spray on the back of your head, dude. That's how you wake up. And then it feels warm, and when you hop out, sort of, like you're cold, but you're still, you know, the air is it's warm like, because of how cold you are. <laughs> it's like really bad. Like it doesn't sound like a good thing. Right. And then practice regular intense exercise uh, I don't remember what I thought it was like I don't know a half hour or something of that we said half hour of yeah, exercising every like for five days of the week or something four days something like that that sounds like one of those that's set by the community so it's kind of intentionally not specific so that you can mm-hmm. it's one of the few one yeah. of the few that's intentionally not specific. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get a full night's sleep. At least seven hours is recommended. Yeah, that's going to happen for college students. Right. Like, yeah, it's nice. I remember I was I would do my Exodus 90 videos on the YouTube channel, post those or whatever. I would be doing those at like 10 p.m., 10.30. I would be dead tired, just ready to go to bed. I'd be so schlauped. So, so like... Yeah, and then I would just do the video, just update. 
it's going good but it doesn't look like i'm looking like going good with my mullet though it's pretty popping yeah my mom that one's like that one's like i always thought you know what are you gonna do sorry professor i had to get seven hours of sleep for exodus 90 i couldn't study for this exam i couldn't get it to class on time i stayed up too late right yeah, I stayed up till one in the morning, so I had to sleep until eight. Sorry, I slept through class. It's like, Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> yeah. No, and like, yeah, uh, people are. Yeah, this is like really strict, and I think it's. I mean, the first three are like okay, like what's what determines a cold shower? So I guess there's some leeway, to intense exercise like what's that look like and get a full night's sleep what does that look like for people even if there's a recommendation um but then there's abstaining from alcohol abstaining from desserts and sweets abstain from eating between meals so snacking abstain from soda or sweet drinks white milk black coffee and black tea are permissible i forgot about that one thank goodness the black the black coffee drove me bananas I was like, I just want sugar in my right. coffee. <laughs> so if I can have black coffee, can I just, you know, pour some milk in? Yeah, if black coffee and white milk. Can we just mix those? <laughs> Abstain from television, movies, or televised sports. Like, I get it. It's a, like, detachment. You're out. You're going to the desert. I get it. Like, we, we both get what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like... That there is peace to that, to you know, that to an extent, like there's a lot of peace, but yeah, only to a point, and then it's just like I'm in the middle of college and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'd also say like God allows desert periods in your life anyway. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to force one upon yourself. Yeah, that's not necessarily good. But Michael, because it I, might not be at a time you're supposed to do that. But I prayed about it and. I feel the Lord is calling me to Exodus 90. I feel like, okay, okay, this is going to be a whole side tangent. Maybe we should do a whole episode about it. I feel like I prayed about it is my least favorite phrase ever. <laughs> because that doesn't actually mean anything, you know? Yeah. That means you, you, you prayed about it. It doesn't mean God said it was a good idea. It means you prayed about it. Right. That's all it means. <laughs> I'll mark it on the list. If you guys have any other... uh wonderful topics to talk about let us know please please let us know so the next thing after abstaining from television movies or televised sports um well of course you're like well that means i can play video games though nope the next one abstain from video games and then the next one abstain from non-essential material purchases i get it ah but I remember this one being very problematic for people very, just in general because because yeah. that's like what does that mean? What what does that mean? <laughs> Only if you're an essential worker. Yeah, right? Like everybody's an essential worker because they need the job to pay the bills. Because I remember during Lent, you know, when there'd be a lot of guys at the Newman Center doing this. Mhm. It would be like there would be like we'd try to go to see a movie with with friends with a group of friends and they'd be like sorry i can't i'm doing exodus 90 go throw some axes or, like, or something yeah it's, it's like, like oh i can't 
that would cost money. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. <laughs> My tire what blows up. Oh, it's not essential. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you got to walk to work now, Spencer. <laughs> it's just it's just what the Lord wanted for me. Right. Because I prayed about it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm not man. trying to mock people or anything, but I'm just just having fun here. Um, only listen to music that lifts the soul to God. Okay, that's okay. Um, death that metal. Like, death metal lifts my soul to God. Right. It's, it's like in a weird way, I agree <laughs> with that one just in general. Mm-hmm. But but there's a wide range of things that could hypothetically lift someone's soul to God, and like you just said. Also, like, they could think it lifts their soul to God, but it's actually the other way around. So it's right. like, what is like like death metal for example yeah. <laughs> well this really pumps me up it gives me that that christian death metal gives me hope for the lord it's like really christian death metal those like those that phrase that doesn't even, work together yeah i was gonna say is that even a thing christian I, I don't death know metal? But, <laughs> i mean i'm sure it is but like, yeah it's probably not either not actually death metal or not actually christian metal mm-hmm. like only use computer work for work, school, or essential tasks, like paying bills. How do I communicate with everyone? Well, you just got to walk through the desert. Yeah, you just don't. You don't communicate with anyone. I also remember this <laughs> from this period of time. There were a lot of people that were very hard to get a hold of because they wouldn't answer their phone unless it was essential. Mm-hmm. But why are you on your phone looking to see if it's essential? Oh, the irony. Right. If you're looking at your phone, you right. might as well just answer. Like, mm-hmm. don't ignore somebody for three months. Just, yep. I'm sure if somebody's contacting you, it's sort of essential. Even if at it's just to hang out. Even if it's just to hang out. Yeah. Yep. Like, come on. We're in the 21st century now. Almost a quarter of the way through. We got to get with the program. All right. Take Wednesdays and Fridays. Oh, wait. No, hold up. Okay. The only use the computer for work, school, or essential tasks. Okay, the next one. Basically the same thing. Only use mobile devices for essential communications. Cut out non-essential texting, app, and internet use. Okay, so um, I'm going to be very blunt. So if any kids are listening, don't have them listen to this for the next 10 seconds okay uh don't watch porn there you go mm-hmm. all right which is kind of actually now. implied in the other two all right you know that's kind of implied in the don't in the internet use aspect mm-hmm. and it's like okay we get it but what's non-essential texting is that just like me and is it just like you and your girlfriend flirting or something? Like, what is this? What is this non-essential? Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Yep. What is flirting? And the other thing no, is, I'm kidding. Like, we've, we've eliminated video games. We've eliminated movies. We've eliminated spending money. We've eliminated internet use. We've eliminated phones. What are you left with to do? Hang out with Patrick Starr into his rock. Right? It's like, what? 
I, I ended up, when I was doing this, I ended up reading for like eight hours a day. Like, I'm not even kidding. I just read because there's nothing else to do. I got back into whittling mm. for a bit. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like an exercise in finding new hobbies because yeah. you're not allowed to do your other hobbies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for the exercising, but... If it's intense exercising, then for the most part, it's like you can't casually play. I mean, I guess you could casually play like a baseball game with a group, but it's like that's not intense enough. You got to go for a a run 10 miles. How would you get to this casual baseball game? How would you know about it? Right? (laughs) Is it essential? Do you need to go to it? Do you need to text someone for it? Like all these questions, all these subjective questions. A lot of these are like, yeah, you answer it as yourself, but at the same time, there's other people in your group that are going to make it more or less intense Mm -hmm. than you, so you got to work it out. The last one, take Wednesdays and Fridays as days of fasting, so abstain from eating meat and only eat one full meal as well as two smaller meals that don't equal the, the full meal together combined so that's the normal wednesday mm-hmm. friday thing for some catholics yeah it's an old thing so that one's i don't have a huge problem with although again i would say it's, we have the season of lent and the mm-hmm. season of advent for a reason you know and it's, at the same time it's like yeah that's that's good that's a good thing but it's stacked on top of everything else mm-hmm. so it's like i remember um I was doing this, so the first and only time I've done it. So I was an athlete on a team. And, like, so I would say the fraternity, the community of my group was taking it seriously, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you would know that, of course, right? Um, Yeah. And I think I was, like, fasting on meat days, like my track meats and stuff. Oh, It's like, okay, my... All right, I'm going to have, like, a meal before my race, and then I'm going to have a meal after my race, but the meal before my race isn't going to be too much. And then it's, like, and I'm not snack. And for meat days, you just have to snack to an extent. Yeah. Because it's, like, yeah. if you're at a meet and they go, they fall behind or something, then you're going hours without energy and stuff like that. So I think... After that, I think I was just like, I talked to someone and they're like, oh, it's an exception. It's like, oh. It's like, thanks for telling me that beforehand. How am I supposed to know this? But yeah, so then the aestheticism, the aesthetic disciplines laid out in Exodus 90 help each man to detach from the things of the world. A man living out of the aesthetic disciplines above without living the disciplines for prayer and fraternity would be doing something, but he would not be doing Exodus 90. <laughs> Exodus 90 is equally <laughs> an exercise in prayer as it is in aestheticism and in aestheticism as it is in fraternity. Just as we need all three to live out the Christian life, so too we need all three to take up Exodus 90. I'm sorry. I don't mean to mock. I don't mean to laugh, but that sentence, he'd be doing something but it wouldn't be Exodus 90. Right. It's like, he, 
That's very true. Okay, but <laughs> and the, half of these things... Begs the question. Half of these things are subjective, so like... <laughs> right? And it begs the question, what is Exodus 90? Why is that something you need to be doing? <laughs> what is <laughs> like a woman? To force, your, to, <laughs> to force yourself into the desert. Right. It's like, you know why you normally go into the desert? Why did Jesus go into the desert? I mean, you know, to live Exodus 90. Right. <laughs> but like, no, but really, what what happens? What happened to Jesus in the desert? Temptation. Temptation. He went to, it says he went into the desert to be tempted. Mm-hmm. Like people use Exodus 90 as like a way to get away from things. But like, it's, you're like intentionally making it harder for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you're doing. Like this is, and, again, this is not a religious order. Yeah. And that's the other thing is you can't do it forever. You can't be permanently on Exodus 90. Like eh. if you do, you should just go be in a religious order. Like there are, there are like, you know, there are lay religious orders. Mm-hmm. Go join one of them. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah. And then it's like, I get it. Like when people, I get you want to do this. Like, especially you, Michael, when you did it and you didn't finish. So then you wanted to try it again. Right. At yeah. that one time before we knew exactly what it was about and stuff. But, yeah. um, I get it. Okay. You want to finish it. Right. Or maybe you'll do it a second time or a third time. And both of those times are with friends or something just to help them to be their partner, to keep them accountable and sane. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, this should be a one-time thing for the most part. Yeah. Like once you do it, then you just stick to living out. I don't know. 50% of it or something like that. I don't know. I yeah, don't know or, what pick, you're supposed to pick do. One, of, one or two of these things to be your devotion mm-hmm. and just do it. Like it doesn't need to be everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I would like to say that we've given a lot of flack to Exodus 90. I do think I could imagine a circumstance where it would be a very useful thing for somebody. Mm-hmm. But that's not something... The hard thing is, like, for most of church history, if we had, like, large masses of people doing things like this, inflicting things like this on themselves, which has happened before in church history, Mm -hmm. like, that would be viewed as problematic. Like, And then people, then what do people do? Like, do they see a bunch of people doing this and saying, oh, is this what I have to do to be Christian? Is this what I have to do to be Catholic? And then it's it, like, no, but it's what you have to do to like deepen your relationship with God. And it's like, well, there's uh, other options. Actually, it's, it's not. <laughs> no one ever has to do Exodus 90 mm-hmm. in order to grow in their faith. A secular person That's, could do Exodus 90 and think that they're doing it because they're suffering more. So then they have more gains or something. I don't know. Right. Emo 90. We should do that. We could make a lot of money off of that. <laughs> Emo 90. Where you just like hate yourself for ninety days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then the last essential pillar of this Christian Exodus ninety life is fraternity. Attend weekly fraternity meetings, check in with your anchor daily, which is like one person in the group that you know 
You guys are each other's anchors. Keep each other together and going strong in it. And then fight, find fraternity leadership resources here. Okay. Then why? So that that one's like that, that just sounds like community. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like we all need community. And if you have good community, then you almost don't need that. Because you have the culture. Then you know? you're – it's more natural if you have good community. It's not – all right, let's force this upon. Let's make this the norm, but it's not the norm after 90 days. Right. It's like, Spencer, I bought potatoes today even though I didn't need to. <laughs> well, I had to I had to text you cuz you're my assigned anchor. I'm sorry. But Hades may be waiting for you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> me, me, and my potatoes. <laughs> All right. So, why fraternity? Well, this is an essential aspect of the Christian life, and is one of the most obvious and yet overlooked aspects of the Christian life today. Um, I don't know. Again, I'd say that's just community. I yeah, think, <laughs> and I don't think it's overlooked. It's like, um, and- most depressed people avoid community like that's why they're depressed Mm -hmm. so i think it's fairly obvious that oh that's why you're struggling so maybe you need some community yeah and i get it the last sentence says the christian life is not easy you need brothers and they need you yes but why make it harder for yourself Mm mm-hmm This is not a warm and cuddly, I'm okay, you're okay, so we're all okay type of fraternity. This is an authentic, the time is now, knees on the marble type of fraternity. A fraternity where men step out of their comfort zone and into the light. A fraternity where accountability brings forth authentic masculinity. Okay, well. Does it actually say that? Yeah. That whole quote? Yeah. Okay. I I take issue with that first sentence. Me too. Like, like it, that's kind of sounds like the, like the guys don't cry kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like we can't, we can't affirm each other because that's not what a Catholic fraternity does. It's like, no, it, that is also what a Catholic fraternity does. Yes. It also has to harbor authentic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not downplaying that, but you also have to affirm one another and like, that's how you keep yourself sane <laughs> and yeah. like, know you're on the right path. Yep. <laughs> I mean, everybody has their shortcomings, but yeah, I what got me was this is an authentic the time is now knees on the marble type of fraternity. Okay, authentic. Uh, what's Rarely define in my experience. define <laughs> an authentic fraternity? Like what does that mean? Okay, it probably happens naturally like you okay, you make decisions yep. to do stuff, but it's not okay, on a limb, 4 to 6 men. All right, we're going to gather we're going to do Exodus 90. Like, mm. yep. we're a very genuine random assortment of dudes. Like that's what that sounds right? like. You can be genuine. <laughs> just, it's not authentically placed sort of, I don't know. Cause it was like when I, when somebody asked me to do Exodus 90, it was like, all right, we're in the group hanging out. Dump a bunch of different people who some don't know each other 
overly well and some do and then at the end of the night it was like somebody was walking down they're like hey who wants to do Exodus 90 with me and I was like oh mm. what is this oh okay sure let's do it and it's like it's all you know iron fist this and you know yeah. get through it it kind of become it kind of comes like becomes like macho man kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know like that knees on the marble no knees on the kneeler like right? <laughs> we have kneelers for a reason so you don't blow your kneecaps trying to be a macho man and kneeling like and going back to to the one of the aestheticisms is it an essential is it an essential purchase for me to get the Exodus 90 app and be doing those <laughs> reflections? I would say no, because you have your Bible, right. don't you? <laughs> like, yeah. None of this is, uh, yeah, yep. The irony. <laughs> and it's, no th- non-essential purchases, I think, which means, yeah. I think it's 10 bucks a month, too, so it's like, all right. Like, that's a couple, uh, I don't know, That that's a gym membership or something. Yeah. You could buy, like, three good books that... 90 days instead of doing Exodus 90 like my gosh love and responsibility right the theology of the body by John Paul II and some St. Thomas Aquinas I'm kidding that's probably a little more than 10 bucks but <laughs> the sum- well you could save it up I think it's you can get the whole summa for like 30 bucks if you get the con- cons- uh, consolidated version hmm Dane but yeah, I just, I don't know. Definitely ain't, it's not the thing that I, uh, I would not recommend it. I would recommend it in a very, Exodus 90, in a very, to a very circumstantial situation of a person. Like, Yep. I recommend Exodus 90 the same way I rec- recommend a 30-day silent retreat. It's awesome if that's the place you are in your faith, mm-hmm. that that's what you need to do. But otherwise, you need to work up to that. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, here's what, here's a quote from somebody. I asked my wife what was the toughest part of Exodus 90, what it was the toughest part for her. She looked at me and said it was a blessing to our family. To not have you around. <laughs> Like, to, like I don't get like, it. To, it was a blessing to our family to not watch TV together, not not like watch a movie together. Yeah, not. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's, it's something's off there. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's just right. I don't know. Like I get it. This quote is relevant. It's like I accomplished nothing by myself. What happened to me was God accomplishing His will through me when I finally got out of the way. Like yes, that can happen. That, yeah, that, that's the yeah. That's possible. But it's usually not attainable for most people that just hop into Exodus ninety. Mm-hmm. Because even the even the holy hour, a daily holy hour. If you actually try to make yourself go sit in the chapel for an hour with no context and you've never done that before, mm-hmm. that's gonna be a long hour. Like, mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, if I need to do all of these things and it's like, 
where's your devotion? Like you can't dabble into all of this. Yeah. Your whole life. Otherwise, you should just be a monk. Mm-hmm. And maybe you should, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if you are really, really drawn to Exodus 90, like, constantly, look into the, like, Cistercians or the Carthusians or something. Because mm-hmm. Exodus 90 is just scratching the surface if you, if you think that's, like, the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. You could go become an Eastern Catholic and some of those people will, like, close you up in a wall. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know that they do that anymore, but they used to. <laughs> right. Overall, like there is good, obviously, within Exodus 90. Like there is in everything. But people make it seem like, okay, this is an essential thing to take your next staircase towards heaven it's like eh, mm-hmm. no for some people okay it, it is the way for them but i mean what we haven't had exodus 90 for we probably haven't had it for a decade so it's like okay people survived and became holy without exodus yep. 90 <laughs> like a lot of them. insert holy <laughs> orders it's like <laughs> insert early church But yeah, you want to close this in a prayer, Mikey? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this community, the Casual Heresy Podcast, and all of our listeners. I ask you to be with those who are drawn to fasting to draw closer to you that they may see you may see your love for them may truly follow what you want them to do not what they think they should do to please you Lord I ask you to be with all of our listeners and the whole church We ask all of these things through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yep. Well, on another note, we got the new Casual Heresy YouTube channel. So it's no longer on Live Cheers. If you want to see episodes 1 through 50, go right over to the Live Cheers YouTube channel. But... If you're down to listen to, uh, if you prefer YouTube over podcast platforms or music platforms and you want to listen to the Casual Heresy podcast on YouTube, we have an exclusive channel for that now. So yeah, get hyped, subscribe, and you'll hear us next time. Have a good week, everyone. From us to you. God bless you. Peace.